let's get started. This Matic episode, I don't know which one, but um, guys, I'm, I have a special guest today, my business partner, Jason Palomino. It's been a while. I've been trying to get you to come on my podcast, yeah. and do an episode yeah. with me for quite some time, bro. And um, I don't know if you were just scared to get in front of the camera or scared <laughs> of the record button. Or uh, you just didn't want to uh, steal my shine or something, but I finally got you off here. Yeah, no, this is my, my, my first one. I'm excited. I'm excited to do my first podcast. After this, I'm going to probably get Tyler to you know, open up my own show. Uh, <laughs> so, so part of the reason why I wanted to have you on, bro, yeah. you, and I, you and I have been working together for quite some time, over 10 years, right? I'm, yeah. I, know, I lost track of time, man. But, it's been a while. Um, I think... Um, for a lot of people that don't really know, you know, how our business is set up and all that stuff, you know, Jason and I have been business partners for, for quite some time, and uh, it's kind of been like the yin and the yang, you know, different. We we kind of run different parts of the business and bring different things to the table. Yeah. And really, just from my perspective of, of being in business, um, I see like your level of work ethic and uh, kind of how you've grown up and you coming from a wrestling background yeah. and all that stuff. I think has really shaped the person you are today. And the entrepreneur you are today, and the leader you are today at our office. So I guess I wanted to dive a little deeper into that and just kind of talk about, you know, your story and how you yeah. grew up and how that, you know, kind of applies to to just being an entrepreneur. So why don't you tell our listeners or viewers a little bit about you, like you know how you grew up and um, you know give us give us the background on, on JP. Yeah, um, you know, I mean, I was born, raised here in, in San Jose. Uh, went to Independence High School. Went to San Jose State. Um, and for me, you know, throughout my whole journey, you know, whether, you know, growing up as a kid, going to school, I've always had great people, great mentors. Um, so, you know, I've always had a great support system. So going back to, you know, the work ethic, it, it goes back to, you know, a lot of people spending a lot of energy and time with me, whether they were building me, you know, for, for wrestling or, you know, teachers or, you know, aunts and uncles that helped me through school. So, so for me, um, I can't take all the credit for yeah. that. I, I definitely have to give credit where credit's due. And I would say that's towards, you know, you know, my support system. There's, there's a lot of people that have spent hours and time with me to give me that, that, uh, that effort, that work, eff um, just, just that, that, that grind attitude mm -hmm. or, or that, that, um, that opportunity to to do well mm -hmm. so and you didn't necessarily grow up like with the best circumstances or in the best part of town or whatever yeah right? like, yeah I mean I, I mean I grew up uh, I grew up on in East San Jose yeah I grew up you know my backyard was Overfeld High School so <laughs> you know when I was a kid I would be able to hop the fence and you know we had a big football field out there and so that that field actually became where we would train you yeah know, we, we would definitely do a lot of running and a lot of a lot of training out there but um, you know, it was it was definitely a good community. Everyone took care of each other. I had mm -hmm. a lot of good friends. Um, you know, it was a place where you can leave your front door open, and no yeah. one's going to be going in your house. Um, so it's it's definitely um, it was definitely a good yeah. Maybe some people may think it may not be the best part of town, mm -hmm. but for me, it it definitely worked out well. Um, so and, and I think what I'm getting at is is you know I, I grew up in in that area as well, yeah. and and there's you know gangs and stuff like that and kind of growing up around that but you seem to be able to kind of stray a different way yeah right and um so i, I want to talk a little bit about that of of kind of some of the things you know like your family puts you in you know with the whole wrestling and all that and yeah. how that helps help shape you like what uh 
what do you think kind of led to you kind of going down this path of becoming an entrepreneur like starting from the from the child yeah well well from a well my first my first uh entrepreneur experience would be my mom and i we would uh we would door knock i don't know if you know this so we used to mm -hmm. door knock and we used to paint the curves so the numbers on the curves so me and my mom would door knock the neighborhood um and you know knock on the door and see you know who would allow us to paint paint the curb i was probably maybe like six years old and i remember you know it was hot during the summertime she would carry this red cup with her and you know when you got you know i'd get thirsty so we'd have to go to the water hose and kind of pour water in the in the red cup and yeah. drink that we'll continue continue door knocking so that was my first experience. Yeah. Um, and my my second was she got me a job when I was about in fifth, I want to say fifth grade. And it was with a company called Junior Careers. You know, we've seen the, the kids come through our office. Yeah, 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 yeah. So basically I would have a box of, of goodies. It would be like caramel nut clusters, peanut brittle. <laughs> it would be those tablecloths that you could draw on. The map. The Set, map. Yeah, the map, <laughs> scented candles. And I learned, you know, right away, I learned I learned a skill of just finding the best person. It was a van that would pick you up. So I would find the best person in that van. Who's the best salesman here? Yeah. And I was like, you know what, I'm going to copy that guy. So I, I walked around with that guy for probably maybe two weeks, and I'm yeah. like, I got this. I got this down. Yeah. So what I would do, one of my pitches was I would basically go to the door, knock on the door, say, you know, say my little spill, and then I would start putting everything on the curb, I mean, on the on the, on the the porch, right? Like, here, you want a scented candle, you want carbon nut cluster. You take everything out you of your box? Yeah, you, put, you start putting it all out there, right? Because then they feel bad. They feel bad if they, they don't buy nothing, you gotta put it all back. So if they say no, you're just like, kind of like looking at them, putting it back in yeah, the box, yeah, yeah. there's nothing there. So that was, that was my second experience of kind of, you know, you'd make a dollar for every sale. Yeah. So being a salesman, that was that was my, and you know, I was making 20 bucks, 20 bucks an hour at, you know, being fifth, sixth grade, whatever, you know, probably the late 80s. Yeah. So that was, you know, another experience of mine. Well, let uh, me ask you real quick. Yeah. So as you started doing that, and you started seeing some money come in, did that kind of like, did the light bulb go in your head like, shoot, like, the concept of being able to hustle for money and stuff like that and yeah right? yeah you know i mean going back to the wrestling part of it is it's an individual sport so as mo much effort and work you put into is what you need to get out of it yeah, yeah. so that's what i liked about sales yeah. is that there's no ceiling as yeah. long as you work hard and you put the work in and you you know you got you got to get some skills and find angles and mm -hmm. overcome objections so I enjoyed that part of it because yeah. it, very, it related to wrestling. So if I took in wrestling, if I did a certain technique, this person's gonna he's gonna do something to counter it, and then I gotta wrap back around and try yeah. to figure that out. Same with sales, right? You're gonna you're gonna ask something, they're gonna have something that you have to solve, yeah. and you just gotta be able to do that, right? So so while we're on that tip, let's talk about wrestling, right? So you know some people may know or may not, but your family comes from a long legacy of of wrestlers yeah. that have been successful here here in the Bay Area. Um, tell me about that. Like, how did you get? What at what age did you start wrestling? So probably started wrestling at maybe six, six years old, six, six years seven years old. old. Yeah. So yeah, that's. Uh, so the story is, we have my my uncle Bobby. He brought wrestling to the house, right? Mm -hmm. He brought he brought wrestling to my grandmother's house, and he would train on my uncle Ricky and my my uncle Anthony, and so. And then they didn't want to get beat up anymore, so they went to practice. They started learning, <laughs> and and so that's where it all started. It started with with my uncles, um, and so when I was younger, my uncle Rick was the one who coached us. And then when we got into about sixth, seventh grade, they kind of handed handed us off to my uncle Anthony, and they were all they all had their hands, you know, hands in in, in the pot when they were developing us, but. 
you know, they, they put in, I mean, tons and tons of time where, you know, it taught me, one, it gave me a physical skill of how to wrestle, mm-hmm. but it also helped me mentally, you know, just setting goals, um, being able to work hard and, and just, just, you know, be able to just accomplish things, right? So yeah. it, it was a lot of... A lot of things you learn from the wrestling you could take into to our business, yeah. right? And you and I have talked about it, right? Like when we're hanging out and stuff, like just about some of the stuff you had to go through to prepare for wrestling, right? Yeah. The cutting weight, the dieting, the running, yeah, all yeah. these things. Like, yeah. I mean, tell me about that, man. Like, what's some of your fondest memories of preparing <laughs> for for a wrestling meet? I mean, it's um, it's it's memory fond memories of it. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's. The work, the work, and it's, it's kind of like this, you know what I mean? The work, you got to enjoy the work. You got to enjoy the journey, yeah, yeah. right? I mean, because at the end of the day, when you win the tournament, yeah, it feels good, but there's a whole process to get to that point, yeah. right? The same thing here. Like, when we're building this, you know, in the process of building this business, there's not like, okay, cool, it's over, we, we're done. It, it's, you got to enjoy the process of building it. Yeah. If not, it, it's not going to be fun or, or, or you're going to dread it. Yeah. And, and, you know, with our business, I enjoy coming to work. I mean, we had those two weeks off. And honestly, I was, I enjoyed about 10 days of it. But <laughs> after that, I wanted to get back in here. You know, yeah. I mean, it's just, it's the same thing when, when you know, if we miss working out, you know, if we, if we get off our routine, I start missing it after a while. Yeah. So it's, um, yeah, I mean, fond memories. I mean, we, we did a lot of traveling. Yeah. You know, we you know we traveled a lot. Um, one of the best things is I have a group of friends that that are you know that are my brothers. You know, we've been together since I was six, seven years old. And you know, wherever I travel now, I have my friend Mario in New York. Yeah. Uh, I have Gabe that I was just hanging out with down in L.A. And you know, these are friends and bonds that we've made. You know, through the wrestling and and it's it's and even their parents. Their parents yeah. are like my aunts and uncles. And you know we hang out during the holidays together, so it, it's it's a neat experience. It was a neat process, and it built. It didn't just build the wrestling, but it built a lot of other things behind. That. Yeah, a lot of life skills. And I look at a lot of your like I know a lot of your friends. Obviously, yeah. become my friends over the years. Um, and it seems like a lot of them who have grown up as wrestlers, they establish some level of like life skills and work ethic. And yeah. you know, for the most part, most of them are are successful. Or, you know, in their own in their own part. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, a lot of fun, a lot of <laughs> a lot of good times and laughs and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, definitely. But it's you know, how do you think wrestling has prepared you for for the life that you're living today? Um, it's, I mean, it's again, it goes back to you know, to me, I, I think they're they're natural skills, right? I mean, we've talked about it before. I think you know, just working hard, just being on time, being disciplined. To me, that's. That's the way it should be, you know, yeah. and, and a lot of things, you know, a lot of times people need to learn those things. Yeah. And for me, I was very fortunate to learn those things early on yeah. where now I can apply that to any aspect or any part of my life. Yeah. Right. And, you know, I'm applying it here in our in our business, but I also try to apply it with with my kids, yeah. with my wife, uh, with, you know, with my family, with my friends. Mm-hmm. You know, again, we, we use that term of holding, uh, you know, being held accountable and to be honest, I hold myself accountable. You know, yeah. the guy that I look at in the mirror, I, I'm the one who needs to hold myself accountable yeah. versus, you know, I know I have other people around me that, that count on me, but I think I hold myself accountable. And that's, again, going back to the wrestling part is when you're on that mat, it's just you and another opponent. Yeah. There's no one out. I mean, there's a ref, but it's if you win, it's because of what you've done. If you yeah. lose, it's because of what you've done. Yeah. Right? There's there's nothing, there's, there's no one else. It's not a yeah. team sport there, right? 
And that's something I, I think I, I admire about you, you know, just knowing you over time is you and I think differently, right? Yeah, and and that sometimes complements each other. Sometimes we, we butt heads, but you have a sense to you where like a lot of times you're black and white. Like, hey, if yeah. you say you're going to do something, do it, yeah. right? Yeah. And, and sometimes, you know, we try to take the easy route of things, right? And sometimes you're like, no, if, I'm, if I said I'm going to show up on time, I'm yeah. going to show up on time, right? Yeah. And nowadays, a lot of that gets lost, right? Because yeah. it's like things are really loose, right? People have forgot like the sense of being responsible and, and being disciplined yeah. and everything. But I think um, I can honestly, at least from my perspective, look back and see that has really helped you become successful, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. Because when you, when you have committed to whether it's building a business or whether it's making sales calls or whatever or even doing stuff with your family, I think you hold a high level of standard yeah. to yourself, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, even when we got, when I first got in the business, I remember it was, you got to understand, I was used to, you know, in high school, I would have to train, go to school, study, right? And then you get into college, I worked full-time while I was going to college, and then I went to school and then I had to study. Mm -hmm. Then, you know, I went to go out and party as well, <laughs> right? But but then when I got done with school, it was easy. I was like, all you have to do is work now? I'm like, wait a minute, all I gotta do is just work eight hours? <laughs> yeah. So I was I was always the first one there. I would go work out in the gym, go take a shower at, at the where, where, at the eBay building where we first worked at, and I would go go to work. I'd be the first one there, talking to the processors, trying yeah. to figure out, you know, how can I get an angle? How can I get ahead? And so for me, it was way easier when you took away like all you have to do is work now. Yeah. And then we didn't have any kids. We didn't have any wives. We had we had you know we didn't have More any other time, obligation. Yeah. So for me, working 10, 12 hours was no big deal. Yeah. You know, and, and that's where I think we it allowed us to build our business, to build our skills. Yeah. Because we didn't have it. Now it's a little different, right? Yeah. Now we have the wives, the kids, and where we want to be able to just kind of spread ourselves out a little bit. Yeah. And to me, that's been a challenge, right? Yeah. And, and, it, and it took some time for me to understand that, to break that habit of working eight hours, 10 hours a day versus, you know, my wife had to tell me like, hey, listen, don't you think your son would want you to put on his wrestling shoes? <laughs> yeah. She's like, I'll do it, yeah. but don't you think, you know, and, and, and it's like, it's not that I didn't want to do it, it's just I was caught up in that habit of just yeah. working all the time, Yeah. right? So I did have to make some adjustments, which, you know, I'm enjoying it now. Yeah, and I think that's the case for a lot of entrepreneurs, right, is there's something within us that drives us to do well, to succeed, to take the chance on building a business and all of those things. And that's that's what makes you great, right? Yeah. But then it's also can overtake your life, right? Yeah. To where if you have people around, you have families and stuff like that. Yeah. If you're you're we're always consumed to work sometimes, right? Yeah. And even you and I, we we challenge ourselves. It's like yeah. no, go take a vacation, take yeah. a week off. Don't worry, I'm gonna hold hold yeah. down the fort while you're gone. Yeah. Right. And then I will take my vacation when you get back, yeah. or vice versa, right? So let's talk about that. Like, what are some of the um, like what's your perspective on that now? Like as you have your family and what are you what are you doing or what do you have to do to, to convince yourself like, hey, maybe take a break, take some time off or Yeah, you know, uh, again, my, my wife gave me an example of you have everything in your calendar. You know, we have you have the gym in the calendar, you have your appointments, you have all these things in your calendar. And you know, she said, "Hey, what about what an appointment for me?" You know, <laughs> yeah. so so and, right. and it's just and I love spending time with my wife. It, it's, yeah. it was just you know sometimes you get caught up in doing the same thing over and over again yeah. and and so just i would say just kind of being aware of 
you know, making time for family, you know, being balanced, making sure you have time for yourself, yeah. you know, making sure you're taking care of yourself, making sure you get to enjoy certain things. Yeah. Um, and, and just kind of planning that out, I think is important. Uh, because to me, if, if you just wanted to make money, to me, that's an easy, it, it's easy to do that in the sense of all you do is just focus your energy on that. Yeah. But now when you want to have success with your, your health, your wife, your kids, your business, your friends, that's where it takes a true, you gotta balance it all out and kind of manage yeah. it, right? Yeah, um, and, that, and it's, it's hard. It's, oh, no, it's, it's definitely it's hard, I mean, right? it, definitely. I mean, it's... Yeah. And I think the message I, I wanna put out to people is that, uh, and sometimes we tell ourselves this, is that the work is always gonna be there, mm -hmm. right? Like yeah. You think if you put your mindset to where, like my business is always gonna be, there's always gonna be time for work, yeah. there's always gonna be time for work, yeah. Then it's like, all right, well, maybe that could wait, right? Yeah. And definitely. trying to find that that sweet spot where you feel like you're still accomplishing what you want to accomplish, but yet you are being there for your wife, your kids, your yeah. other parts of your life, right? Yeah, it's definitely important. Yeah. So, all right, let's switch uh, switch gears a little bit. Yeah. So, um, we've been business partners, right, for quite some time. Yeah. Right, and it's it's been a, a journey, right, together. We've grown together. Um, as individuals throughout our business. Um, it's not always smooth sailing, right? So yeah. I wanna talk about the dynamic of having a business partner, right? Because a yeah. lot of times people are in this, you know, in you know, entrepreneurs and they may be solo people, right? Yeah. Doing it all on their own. Or they may even be considering partnering with someone, yeah. right? Or they, they may be in a partnership right now that may either be working great or not working, right? Yeah. So let's talk a little about the dynamic, man, and maybe what what you have learned over the years of being partners with me. And don't, uh, and, and don't hold back no questions, right? It's all, <laughs> this is no, all for the, the betterment. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I think, you know, um, it's, it's definitely, it, we have a great partnership. Mm -hmm. I mean, to me, I, I think we have a great partnership. I, I enjoy your perspective on things. Mm -hmm. I, I think, yeah, definitely you could be stubborn at times. And, and, you know, and when I really <laughs> see something my way, then I can probably be stubborn as, as well. Yeah. But I think ultimately what happens is we have the same goal in mind. We have the same values. Yeah. And that's, that's kind of what, where, where I'm at is I try to sur surround myself with people with the same values. Yeah. And I see that with, with my partner, right? Yeah. I see that with you in the sense of it's not about you know, the, the financial gain. It, it's not, you know, it's it's more about, you know, serving our clients at a high level. Mm -hmm. It's about serving our agents at a high level. Mm -hmm. And and that financial part will come in play, Yeah. right? Definitely, you know, definitely I'm here to make money, and to, but I also wanna make sure we provide a good product. Mm -hmm. I wanna make sure that we provide, you know, benefits for, for, our, for, our, um, for our agents. And I, and I know that's the same vision you have. Yeah. And so even though we may not see eye to eye on certain tasks or certain you know projects, mm -hmm. we have the same goal. So maybe I need to budge a little here and then sometimes you budge and then yeah. we're, we're going the same direction. And yeah. I think that's very important when, you know, it, it's just like a marriage, you know, it's like a husband and wife, it's yeah, the same yeah. thing. As long as there's communication, as long as there's respect, you know what, it's, I'm not saying you're right, I'm wrong, it's just we see it differently. We have, we have two different yeah. eyeballs and it, it's gonna be seen differently. Yeah. So I think just, um, you know, if you're gonna align yourself with a partner, you know, whether it's gonna be a wife or, or with the business partner, my advice would be definitely make sure you guys are, have the same vision, yeah. the same goal in, in mind, yeah. right? I think it's important. And sometimes throughout the course of, of the you know, relationship or business, the vision might change, right? Oh, yeah. Or it might tweak a little bit, or it might go in certain directions. And 
And I think it's just the open communication is definitely key, right? Definitely. To, a, to a healthy, you know, business partnership is if you're feeling some sort of way or like, hey, you know, I think we should start going in this direction. You got to present that to the other person, yeah. right? And not necessarily say, hey, this is how it's going to be, but yeah. maybe hopefully get them to see like why you're wanting to do this, right? Yeah, and I think you're right. It's the way you deliver it, yeah. right? It's delivery. And it's just, it's just, you know, just giving options or giving a perspective on it. It's like you said, it's not like, hey, we're doing it this way. It's, hey, yeah. this is an idea. What do you think? Let's get some feedback. Yeah. And I think it's definitely in the way you present things will we'll definitely, you know, it'll definitely make it work out. Got it. Now, let's talk about um, a little bit about the dynamic of running a team, right? And coaching other people. Yeah. Because you come from a place where you were a high level athlete, right? Yeah. When you were in wrestling, you've won state championships, you know, your family is, you know, has had a lot of accolades and stuff. But now going from, and then you were also a top producer, right? In, yeah. in, in, in our career and switching from now being a team leader, right? Mm -hmm. And coaching other people. I know me personally, right, that that's that's a journey, right? It's it's transitioning from an athlete, you know, the the, the superstar or whatever to the coach. Yeah. It's a, it's a different level of mindset and you and I have had to do some growing in that part and work on our leadership skills and all Definitely. that stuff, right? Give me some of your perspective on maybe some of the challenges or some of the things you've had to adjust or, you know, to become a better leader. Right? You know, yeah, I think no, that's that's you're 100% right. It's definitely, to me, it's easier being the athlete than to be the coach. Yeah. Um, but How so? Um, because as an athlete, you have more control, yeah. right? You, you, you're the one who's going to show up at a certain time. You're the one who's going to make the calls. You're the one who's going to give that customer service, yeah. right? So as a coach, you got to be able to, one, if you're the coach, you got to be able to hire the right team. Yeah. Right, because you are the coach, you are the owner, so it, it relies on you. You don't have you don't you don't have a bad team. Yeah. you just made a bad hire, or you put someone bad on your team. Yeah. Um, so I think it starts from that, making sure that you hire the right person that's mm -hmm. going to fit the culture and fit the vision that you have. Um, and that's difficult. That's difficult to find because again, when someone comes on an interview, they're giving you the best behavior, yeah, right? And right. then you, you know, six weeks into it or six months into, it, you're like, that's not the same person I hired. True colors come out, right? right? So, yeah. so that that's one part of it. Two is the other thing that I found is that I got to understand that if I have a team, there's, you know, let's say we have five different people. They all have five different personalities, five different problems. <laughs> five different issues and or you know so you got to be able to be able to walk them through that process you yeah. know they're going to be strong in certain areas weak in others yeah. and just understand that everyone is not built equally yeah. and that was a challenge for me i'm just like why can't you not just do this you know <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. Just, and so again just being patient with that is is huge yeah. it's huge it's just being patient and understand that everyone is not created equally yeah. and your job is to get everyone out of to to, to to uh, develop and, and be able to compete or at a, at a high level. Yeah, right? and one of the things that I've learned too and come to realize over time is that sometimes we try to apply like a blanket solution to everybody no. and that's not always the best, right? No. And I think uh, just listening to, you know, even our coach and stuff like that is as, as you know, athletes or agents on your team or whoever people in your organization grow, they have different things that they need at different times, yeah. right? The guy in the beginning, you know, of his career, you know, he's he's barely learning the basics, right? Yeah. They, they're barely learning how to tie their shoes or even just show up on time, right? And once you've got them to, 
to that, it's the different level of coaching that they need to take, oh, they yeah. need to give so that they can get to the next stage yeah. in their life, right? Definitely. Once they're actually a producer and they've gone to the basics, now they know how to close deals, you know, like in our industry, it's like now it's all right, like now time management comes into play, right? Now yeah. it's like now building your network comes into play. Yeah. Now there's a lot of, you know, it's it's a higher level of coaching, right? Yeah, and a lot of fine tuning and fine tuning, right? Yeah. yeah. And I think sometimes, um, I, I think we forget that, right? Because we're just sometimes we're running and gunning and, mm -hmm. and we're trying to just all right everyone's gonna do this now right and and you sometimes can see it right you see the faces like, yeah i don't really want to do that right? yeah yeah it, it's you're right and that's that's one thing that i had to learn too is like one one size doesn't fit all right yeah. you use a term on me all, all the time <laughs> yeah. you know you can't put a square in a, in, in a round hole or something right i'm like i'm like just go in <laughs> you know and, and and again we're we're with with you know it was like we're, we're laying out, like you said, this this process, and we're expecting everyone to follow it, and they're yeah, not. So they're not, there's right? other people that need more help than others. Yeah. Um, and just being patient, just yeah. being patient, and, and making sure you do, you know, you make good hires. Yeah. I think it's important. Yeah. Take more time to hire people. Yeah, there was right? that saying, hire slow, fire fast. Yeah, right? exactly, right? And and I think before, what, what we do, or what I do, is I see potential in everyone. Yeah. I'm like, I, I you know, that, that, they have potential. And, yeah. and you know, it goes back to what we've been taught. It's it's more, you know, look at the patterns, you know, before potential. Yeah. You know, what have they had success in prior? What have they done before to prove in themselves, yeah, right? Yeah, For yeah. me, it's like, oh, you wanna be on my team? Great, you have potential. Yeah, yeah. You know, and. And again, they hadn't had any success in anything, right? Yeah. So just and that's always the hard part is uh, you never know what's going to happen. And sometimes the person that you did not think will do well does well. Yeah. The person you <laughs> did think is going to do well does not do well, right? Yeah. It's, it's really a tricky game, you know, hiring people and, and being a leader in an organization. Yep. It's, it doesn't always go the way you think it's going to go, Yeah. right? And, and I think for us, we've learned over the years that we have to adapt and like maneuver yeah. and not be stuck in the same in the way of thinking, right? And that's yeah. a challenge, right? It is, it is, yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, so how do you think now, like with everything we've said, like the way you've grown up, your, your level of thinking, even the journey we've taken over building our business, how does that apply to your family life? Um, now that you have kids and now that you're trying to teach your kids the, the right way. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, I mean, it's, you know, for me, you know, one of, one of the biggest things growing up, I guess, I don't know if it was a fear, but something, a driving force was something in my head, just, you know, I want to be successful, yeah. right? So, so now, and, and again, there's, there's different levels to success. So now, you know, I'm judging my success is more on my family, right? More my kids. It's just like, that's now my team, yeah. right? Like, you know, so... So for me, I want to be able to give my kids tools to succeed. Mm -hmm. and, and again, um, you know, whether they want to go to school or play piano or whatever it may be, I just want to give them as many tools so they can ha live a successful life. Yeah. And I guess that's how I will probably sit back and judge myself is that if they're happy, content, successful, then I can kind of say I did my job. Yeah. Um, so a lot of the stuff that I use that we've learned from our business coach, from, from each other, um, I use, you know, some of those strategies with, with my family, you know, yeah. setting goals. And again, it, it's because I've always set goals, but I've never writ, written the goals down, yeah. right? And, and, and it makes a big difference. So just learning those little, like an actual structure of doing those things, mm -hmm. I think is important that I'm trying to 
put back or give back to my kids. Yeah. Uh, because setting goals, I've been setting goals since I was six, seven years old. I want to win this tournament, or I want, you know, I want to yeah. get a college degree, or I, I want to, you know, get this position. So yeah. there, there have been goals, but they weren't maybe written down. Yeah. Right. And just kind of mapping that out, I think, is important, and showing the kids or my kids to map those things out so they can have success. Right. Do you think you're story. Do you think you're harder on your kids now than maybe? you had it like the people who influenced you as or your or do they have it a lot easier and more relaxed they have it a lot easier yeah yeah my kids have it a lot easier i think i don't know if it's people say it's a different time i don't know what it is but i think you know i mean our our kids just went to you know they went to disneyland for you know three four days they have they have ipads they have computers (laughs) they have phones i mean yeah it's it's different, you know. I mean, and again, I had a great childhood. I, I mean, I, I mean, even though I grew up on you know in East San Jose, it wasn't to me. It wasn't it wasn't bad. It was good. We had a, we had a good time. We had BB gun fights. We had sling, <laughs> you know. We, we rode mini bikes and and go karts and you know lit fireworks. So I mean, yeah. so I had a great life. My kids don't do any of that. Yeah, they don't do any of that. They're they're on their iPad. They got the PlayStation. You know. Yeah. I mean, the kids have a pool in their backyard. You know, we didn't have that. We'd have to climb the fence, go to Overfout, go <laughs> pay fifty cents, and you know. Yeah. So it's it's so definitely they have it a lot easier. Yeah. So that being said, I guess my expectation is a lot higher for them. Yeah. Right. In the sense of you know you know my, they have my daughter plays little piano. She sings. She does judo. She has yeah. all these things at her at her fingertips where I expect her to do well. You yeah. know, she has a tutor, so the expectations is set a lot higher. Yeah. Um, but again, even the expectations set higher, but I think they have it easier. You think they have it easier, yeah. right? So I don't know. That maybe that balances out. Yeah, it's interesting to see how that will play out, right? Because you know, going through struggle and adversity as a child, it's huge. I think it's. It's tough on you growing up, but it can also be part of the reason that you push to be better, right? Because yeah. you don't want to go back to that. And it, it could go both ways, right? No, you no. Can go down the wrong path. We've seen, yeah. We, we, yeah. seen both, right? We, we both, definitely have both seen, you know, yeah. it can go either way, right? Yeah. And no, I, I agree. And, and again, you know, even like you said, growing up, you know, I had good friends that went the wrong path, yeah. right? And and for me, the reason why I didn't was because my dad wouldn't allow it. It was like, he was strict. Yeah. but. He was strict, but very fair. Yeah. He was very firm, but fair, I guess is the term. Um, but but again, I mean, he gave me a lot of skills. And, you know, but yes, unfortunately, some of my friends in the neighborhood, they didn't have that. They didn't have a father figure. And yeah. they, they didn't, you know, they, they were, you know, didn't end up in the right path. Yeah. Right. So we were definitely fortunate. Now, th- speaking of today, you talked about <laughs> your daughter, right? So now your daughter's competing in judo and stuff. Yeah. Like, how much of a thrill do you get out of... You come in from being an athlete and being in wrestling and being a high-level oh. athlete, and now you oh, see your man. daughter out there kicking ass and all that stuff. Like, it's, how does that make you feel? You know what? It's uh, it's it's probably one of the best experiences. I mean, again, you know, it's for me when I see my kids compete or or they or when they go through oh, when adversity. Your son, your son yeah, too, yeah, man. my son. When I see them compete or when I see them train. And it's not even the win. To me, To me, the winning, it's not as much as the win that's important. It's more the process of me seeing them improve and yeah. seeing them execute. Mm-hmm. And, the, you know, unfortunately, there's always going to be a winner and losing. But, you know, there's times where they can lose. But I'm like, dude, you did a freaking amazing job. You did yeah. this technique we've been working on. And obviously, we, we want to win. But to answer your question, it is probably one of the one of my best best experiences when I get to go see them compete yeah. and train. I mean, you'll see me. I mean, I, I will train with my daughter and my son after work, and it's that's probably the highlight of my day. Yeah. Right. Um, 
but yeah, it's and, and, and it's teach, it's teaching them some great skills, right? Some yeah. great great skills. So I guess to uh, we talked about a lot, man, and I, I think I think there's a lot of value that we you know people can maybe take from this different perspectives. So I got like a last little final little uh, curveball I'll throw at you, right? You being now where you're at now and looking back, like if you had to go back, if you're, yourself right now can yeah. go back to when you were a kid, yeah, um, growing up, what would you tell yourself? To okay. that kid who's maybe growing up, you know, <laughs> trying to figure stuff out and not really knowing what's ahead of them, what would you say to yourself? I would say, and I think I would say probably enjoy the wins a little more. Yeah. You know, maybe take some time, enjoy the wins. Sometimes I feel like I'm so caught up in the in the in the grind or in in the process where when we do win, we don't it's not really celebrate, but just kind of enjoy it a little bit. Yeah, I would say that. And and the other thing is, you know, you're going to be all right. You know, just continue to work hard, stay focused. And, yeah. and it's, it's going to be OK. You know, if, if maybe giving that that kid a, a, a peace of mind that it's all going to work out. Yeah. You know, maybe giving that. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, I think just enjoying the wins and giving a giving a you know hey, it's, everything's gonna work out. Yeah, right. And it's 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 funny you say that because that's something that we you and I have had to push push ourselves in right is to celebrate more of our wins yeah. right to have a good time. I think you become so addicted to the grind and the journey, yeah. just the everyday, just being in it right and. You love being in it, right? And you, you, you don't feel alive unless you're yeah, yeah, right? If you're right? just sitting at home just chilling, like you feel like you're being lazy, you're not doing yeah. something. And even though you, you close a big deal or you see someone win or whatever, uh, yeah, you get excited a little bit, but yeah. it doesn't replace that feeling of just being in it, you know, every yeah. single day, right? You're right. I mean, examples this last two weeks, I mean, because the way the holiday fell, it was like in the middle, so yeah. we, we, we took some time off, and, and I was ready to get back in here. It's yeah. just, I mean, this is, you know, this we spent a lot of time here. Yeah. You know, and and I, I, enjoy, I, I enjoy it. And I think also, you know, at the point in my career, and I, and I think I can speak for you on this, is, you know, we've, we've made money, we've had success mm-hmm. and all that stuff too, but I think for me, what what I really get a, a thrill out of now is seeing the people on my team oh, yeah, win. Oh, right? definitely. Like, when you're seeing someone come in, like, with no experience, or they're rough, and you oh. get them trained, and they get their first deal, like... Oh yeah, that that's uh, hands hands out again. That that's a great right. experience, yeah. Because we've done it. You know the way the analogy I say. You know I've had my hand raised. Yeah. I, I've closed deals. I've done that. But now to be able to give someone that power to do that to to have these you know our agents be able to provide great service to our clients yeah. and to be able to be compensated for a great job and when they get that Zillow review and it's it's you know it's a raving review. I think no, that's that's amazing. That's it's it's definitely a good feeling. Awesome. Um, I think we hit it, man. Cool. I appreciate you coming on here. Um, I think there's there's a ton of stuff. You're more you've been more behind the scenes. I've been in front of the yeah, camera yeah. and in front of the marketing stuff. But uh, you have a tremendous amount of you know value and wisdom. And, Thank you. And work ethic. And, um, I just think we need to continue to put that out there. Let's man. do it. Because people can definitely it. learn from you, brother. Let's do it. All right, man. I appreciate cool. you. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Cool.